I've been looking at my link for today, and I, if if I was given it, I would be so angry. Brilliant. That's what oh. I love to hear. It always makes me happy when I hear one of you say, "Now, do not punch me in the face when I tell you this," um, because I always know what is about to ensue. Um, yeah. is going to be fantastic. And and Jack, you're there with your sort of mind map of like all the possible links it could be. You know, you put a lot of work into figuring out our links, and then it's, it's actually another... they've all got a dog in. Yeah, and, and it's like <laughs> it's the one I always come back to. <laughs> Some, I think it might be the most angry at Seth I've ever been. The fact that he chose things with dogs in. I mean, just peak IQ. I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unguessable. Some would say. Seth, oh. do you know what you haven't done so far? Yeah, um, I should probably introduce Jack Whitburn, everybody. Round of applause all round. It's yeah. not there's not much of a round going on, it's just just one man yeah. sadly clapping. Which was you. I should probably introduce the podcast as well, actually. So this is Jack Whitburn guesting on obviously you're listening to it, so you probably know what it is. Or you've Connecting vague dots. Oh. Okay, so um the concept of the podcast is we all pick four things from the realms of media, films books, music, sometimes plays and TV when we run out of things to talk about. Um, and there is an underlying link between three of them. And one of them is an odd one out, and it's the job of the other people in the call to... <laughs> You're really throwing me off. Jay, <laughs> this is not what I call professionalism. You're supposed so, to what, deliver this yeah. intro. I don't know why you would have thought to call this professionalism before. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just embarrassed, Jay. We've got a guest on that's we're meant to be on top of our game, and you're letting it, letting it slip a little bit there. Um, yeah, the only guest that's ever listened to the podcast, and you're, um, you're losing him. Okay, just letting it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready end, to leave at this point. By the end of this, he's not going to listen to anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, we need to no. keep him. He's actually our only valuable asset at the moment. Uh, yeah, I was debating on re-listening, but Quite slim right, chances man. of that now. Jack, I, I fucking wouldn't, mate. It doesn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> get, get basically all you need out of it on a first listen you're very yeah. convincing Seth <laughs> sorry Jay where were you anyway man? so we've got four things and we need to find the odd one out and the underlying link that's basically it but we also get points for revisiting or visiting the things that have been suggested the previous week so Seth last week you suggested some um, things. Yeah, <laughs> that was a sentence. That's new. Icon in Jerusalem was one of them. Yeah, the Hannah Arendt book. You kept saying ardent last week, and then I looked up the book, and the spelling was not that. Is it not ardent? Is it Arendt? It's R E. It's A R E N D T, and you ardent. kept saying ardent as in A R D E N T. So I got confused when I googled the book which i didn't read no but you also recommended the eichmann show which was the the film that's on the bbc and i did watch that yesterday an interesting yeah and i spent the the next hour or so being quite depressed um good film though that's not that's unfortunate yeah do you not feel like they could have there's a lot there and they possibly went into the less interesting stuff more than they could have gone into the more interesting stuff yeah there's 
I mean, it's, it seems very similar in concept to um, the Eichmann in Jerusalem, the way you described it. Like the director is obsessed <clears throat> in the belief that, you know, Eichmann is a human being and has emotions and has to react on an emotional level to this stuff. And then he doesn't. <laughs> mm. We're going to move on to another yeah. one of Seth's picks from last week. So uh, me, me and Jack, you've got one point now. We've both got one point because I watched the Eichmann show. Axis of Awesome, How to Write a Love Song, Seth, you also mentioned last week. And I did actually give that a listen. And um, it was all right, I guess. I sort of, I mean, it's a bit... I don't know why it just didn't really f- click with me. Oh, sorry to hear that. I might, I get I get the self-aware stuff, and they were, you know, right. But is it just a bit, I don't know, cynical and not actually that funny? Sounds like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and the last one? Well, I can't remember what my last one Seven is. Psychopaths. Mm, did you give that a watch in the end? No. Okay, well well done, you. So, Jack, two points, mate. Well, I am I am good just at, at the podcast, to be honest. Said, that's, what, that's what it comes down to. He, he's on for I what? might finish this podcast world record holder of points. Um, you never know. It could. I could be the one. Jack, you it's are the you. one, mate. You are the one for me. Oh, I'm your one. We're, our souls are connecting. Our uh, assholes. <laughs> That's what I heard as well. Take that as you will. Um, <laughs> whichever, either interpretation probably um, is correct. Both. Both. Yes. Um, also, Jack, did you change your, your Zoom name to Big Willy? Just thought <laughs> that little mental exercise just to see <laughs> oh, how good. attentive you guys were. I thought, you know what? I've got these these big shots on this podcast. Um, are they really paying attention? That's that's the warm up, guys. And uh, eleven points to Jet. That's not actually. I can't, I've got to be, yeah. I'm aiming to be the world record here, so uh, no points to you, Jay. But um, I give you some verbal praise. Well done. Verbal. Thank you. I, yeah. I really appreciate that. That was nice, actually. I, I want some of that. Give me some of that. You have to earn it, Seth. I do have to earn it. Yeah. That's fine. Um, speaking of me earning points and praise and stuff, um, Jay, your your picks, yeah, were what exactly? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Wriggle by Clipping. No, nope. very good. Mind Hunter. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh my God, Moana, Blonde, Frank Ocean. No. Nope. So I'm on no points. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, Seth. You're so useless. I didn't do very well this. I have had exams this week, though, in my defence. So, how many? This week. Yeah. Um, three. So not good enough. No. (laughs) 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 It's actually quite pathetic. But they are they are twenty four hour ones. So really, it's it's like it's even it's even it's even less. An exam for twenty four hours. Wow. Add add those twenty four times three. Seventy two. Yeah, there you go. Same difference. That's, that's my <laughs> exam time this week, which sounds a lot more. Wow! So you've been doing three days of exams. Yeah, you could you uh, could definitely Seth. put it that way. Congratulations. 
I, I had an exam yesterday and it Did was you? it was three hours long and I spent an hour and a half doing it. But it's not twenty four hours long, is it though, Jay? No. You've just been Seth is already doing seventy two hours of exams and you've just limped in it with Yeah, oh, yeah but I've he's a first done, year. I've done nineteen exam for an hour. It's just it's just not good enough, is it? Yeah. That's that's the length of a Come back to me when you've done six days of exams in one week. All right, Jack, I, I will. No, I was talking to Jay actually, oh. but you know. Oh, right. Because <laughs> you've, um, you've done three days of exams in a week, Seth. Yeah. Um, I, I, I won't. I do have three three exams in the next week. Last like one. You're bumping your numbers up. I like to see it. Yeah. So in the next, not seven days actually. In okay. the next. He's seven, a liar. So. Next seven days, I'll have <laughs> two, two more exams, and I've got another one a week tomorrow. Well, you know what, Jay? If you pass them. I might listen to another podcast. So, I think it's something. Right. We'll we'll keep you posted on that. I don't think I get my results until. <laughs> I don't think I get my results until August. Oh well, I, I'm I'm patient. See, I didn't listen to last week's podcast because, funnily enough, it came out about 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, yes, it did. So I didn't have the time. Even if I would have put it in two x speed, I don't think I would have had time to listen to the whole thing before this episode. Yeah. Um, for which reason well. was it? Yeah, it's an hour and a half. Oh Christ! Yeah, a ninety minute. God. Yeah. Um, well, for that reason, we're going to have what's the what's the best describing word for this adjective? That's it. Um, we're gonna have a, a double week, you know, like when you used to have double science, yeah, uh, one after the other. We're yeah. having a double Moana, um, just one after the other because uh, Moana is one of my choices this week. That's okay because Ooh. we didn't really talk about Moana last week because no, we, we weren't well, in the mood. If you wanted to talk about it this week, um, I can try and remember what it's about. Love oh, to. What are the what are the rest of your picks then? Whilst whilst we're on the subject, oh, we're starting the content of the podcast. That's what I like to see. Seventy five minutes in, right? <laughs> so the rest of my picks. Yeah. Um, yeah I thought. I, you know, I'm not even going to explain it. I'll just I'll rattle them off. Moana. Up. The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. And Spider Man: Far From Home. That is my four choices, all films, because as I've said previously, um, I have not read any books. Uh, I'm literate <laughs> and uh, I don't listen to music. I only listen to this podcast. Um, so, you know. Dedication we, we truly appreciate. Well, I appreciate you, Jay. Oh. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so these are my, that's my big four. Well, I mean, Jack, there's there's a link that's jumping out at me. Feel free. From the link me. Oh, no, actually, it wouldn't work. No, Ooh. Work. There we go. You thought this through, haven't you? you yeah. Were you about to say Pixar, Seth? I was about to say Pixar, no, right? No, one wasn't. Oh, one is Disney. Yeah, no, one is Disney. So what can I say? You've made me look I've already like thought every eventuality through. And I mean, technically, Spider-Man is Disney too. Yeah, so that can't be the link. Oh, God. Look, anyway. Um, no Jay, what's your link, my friend? My link? That's really <laughs> defeating the point of God. the podcast. A I, cheek I just, of it, eh? I, 
I didn't want to spend too much time on Jay today, so I thought if he just gives us his link, then he's been here. Just get it straight I mean, you get it in 30 seconds anyway oh, these yeah. days, so. <laughs> Yeah. All right, come on then. What was it? All right, the first pick is Super 8. The second pick is 8 Mile. Oh. See where this is going? Yeah. <laughs> I think I see where this is going. Is the third film 8? <laughs> no. Is it 7 Psychopaths? Because you can't do that because I haven't seen it. Oh, Ocean's Eight. It's Ocean's Eight, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. Ocean Seven. The third pick is. Yeah, fine, whatever. One thousand nine hundred and eighty-nine, also known as nineteen eighty-nine, the album by Taylor Swift. <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Happy stuff. Then we've also got one thousand nine hundred eighty-four, the book by George Orwell. Okay. Right. I've noticed something straight off the back. Jack, go on. Yeah, see if we're on a similar way. You know, I have listened to so many of these podcasts at this point. I basically guessed the links um, in the first <laughs> five yeah. or six seconds anyway. So uh, this isn't an official guess, by the way. Um, okay. Any stickers off in the, the audience? Record. Yeah. Off the record guess. Um, you kind of cheated a bit here, Jay, as well, because it's supposed to be linking three of them, but it's linked four. They've all got numbers in them. <laughs> I mean, um, yes, that is don't true. Don't congratulate me too soon. They've, they've all got eight in them. They that do. is also true. Brilliant. Thank you for going on there, right? Well, there we go, everyone. Thank you for listening to Connecting the Dogs <laughs> this week. <laughs> there, there is still an odd one out in that bunch. Wow. Well, I'm sure we'll get to it after Seth telling us his four choices. Ooh, yes, please, Seth. Um, right, my four choices. Um, I'm just going to say my link. Um, if you don't get my link, I'm going to give it to you. And then you can still get the odd one up because it's stupidly difficult. Give it to um, me. Here we go. I'm going to give it to you. You ready? You ready? You ready? Yeah. Rocky. Oh, oh, he's king. The movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Rocky Road bar. Uh, Velvet Underground and Nico, the album. Rise of Velvet Underground and Nico. Pardon, Jay? What was, what was the title of that again? It's called The Velvet Underground and Nico, and it's by The Velvet Underground and Nico. Just write something down, Jay. Just pretend you know what he's saying. Um, yeah. Not um, Next one. It's another film. It's Star Trek Generations from 1994. Oh, Jesus. Are you saying the dates because they're important? No, just if you're interested. Um, and my final one is Trouble Man, the soundtrack by Marvin Gaye. What date was that, Seth? Oh, uh, 1972, Jack. Thank you. So they're all they, they all came out on a date. Everything comes out on a date, Seth. <laughs> they all did come out on a date. I'm just I'm not trying to mislead you or you're not you trying to Darren Brown it. No, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not about that. All right. I'm not suggesting it. I'm being straightforward, straight up, honest. They all, all came, came out, out on a date. They all came out on a date in the 20th century. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not gonna hide that. Um right. Also, the last one again, I wasn't listening. Fucking oh, hell. <laughs> I wrote the date down. You wrote the fucking... Oh, Trouble Man by Marvin Gaye. Oh. I like Marvin Gaye. Oh, he likes it when he listens. Cheers. <laughs> Jay, should we pick apart Jack's list first? Of course you can. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Let's start with Moana then. 
Oh, brilliant. What one to start on? Um, is there anything you'd like to know in particular, or shall I just go off? Just talk about Moana for a bit. Yeah. Dwayne De Rock Johnson. Um, it's got him in it. It's about some gal uh, and him uh, just rocking around the sea. Um, I'm trying to think of things I remember about it, to be fair. Uh, that, is, that is the main one, uh, unsurprisingly. It takes up the main bulk of the film, that, though. What you've... Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all of it. Um, apparently, distributed by Walt Disney Pictures. Might be something to write down. Uh, might not might not Uh, lots of very classic songs in there Um, Dwayne DeRock and this girl can't remember what her name is Um, it might be (laughs) might be (laughs) I can't think of what it would be Um, wait I feel like it starts with an M but I can't mm. I think it starts with an M and ends in Awana not Michael Mine idiot, it's not Michael. Yeah, so Michael and Dwayne uh, are out in the sea, classic story. Um, they hate each other at the beginning, love each other at the end. Bumps and shimmies all throughout. Um, and, oh, I was going to spoil something then, but I probably shouldn't have. In case anyone hasn't watched Moana, bearing in mind this was released in 2016, well, not too long ago, five years ago. Um, I won't spoil it. Um, you know, just in case someone hasn't caught up. Um, I do have some films from a bit longer ago um, and I'll, I'll sort of, you know, longer than a decade ago and I'm, I'm fine to spoil it because you're taking the piss at that point. You know? <laughs> um, you're not going to catch up. You're just lying to yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Dwayne's got a big hook. Um, and he does. <laughs> it's a classic, classic adventure story. Um, anything in particular... Uh, you would like to name my friends well jack i just want to say thank you for the most vague generic outline of a film i've ever heard i think it's because you don't need to know the details you are, you don't know it actually isn't when you actually look into honor there isn't that much in it it is just um the rock i mean that's just what i just said to be honest it is what you just said i can Glad with a hook on the sea with a lass. Yeah, I just oh, probably uh, added that it's got J- Jermaine Clement in it from Flight of the Concord, who plays the yeah. sea lobster, and, and he makes me laugh. And Ta- Taika Waititi, is, yes. is he the father? Or, or am I thinking of something else? I am right. He's got I? something to do with the filmmaking process. He might even yeah. be there, maybe. I can't remember. Something should know, really. Somewhere, somewhere along us, the pipeline. He's been none of us there. actually know that much about it, then. Well, well, I'll tell you what, if you want yeah. to know so much about it, Seth, runtime is 107 minutes. So, Really? That's long yep. for a Disney film. Well, yeah, but maybe know. people are crying out for it. 107 they minutes? Thought, oh, God. I'm, I'm not in here long enough. And they well, came out with Moana. It doesn't Bang. sound like... There's, not, there's, on tomatoes. there's not that much to it either, though, is there? Because we've just... Not really. I mean, I have just described it in its entirety. I'll do it again for you. Um, I'm just going to stop you there, but just because you did such a fantastic job the first time (laughs) that I wouldn't, that you can only go downhill on the second. Of course. So that's fine. I have have once seen someone do a vague plot synopsis of Moana and it basically lines up with Pocahontas in most of the important details apart from the colonialist bit. I do remember hearing about Moana that some people, um, so it's like the Maori tribe, I'm not saying that right, but it's that, isn't it? Yeah. 
um, there was some um, controversial stuff about um, apparently they were upset that everyone in the movie, all the men were quite fat. I see. Um, I mean, as as I've made you aware, I've done I've done no research, so this is entirely possible, <laughs> um, or could just be bollocks. So um, I'll take your word for it, Seth. Yeah, I just remember that it being does sound possible. Compete about the Maori tribe being too being fat, but I mean, I mean, is it? Yeah, I'd say muscly. Um, yeah, he's like he's he's you know. Got a bit of both going on. He's a demigod, isn't he? So he's he's just he's just a hunky chap. Let's. I think we'll let. I, let's keep talking about yeah. Jack's thing. Let's let's oh. talk about Spider Man for a yes, little bit. Please. I think. Yeah, lovely stuff. So I'll give you a little hint in that I couldn't have picked any of any of the Spider Man films. I could, I couldn't just pick a random one. Had to be this one. I think. Yeah. Um. So Spider Man. Uh, the one with Tom Holland in. He's, he's the newest Spidey on the block. Um, get rid of Andrew Garfield, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. Fight in that lizard lad full of electric and get rid of Tobey Maguire, whatever his, his face was. He was a bit of a crybaby. He was look. a creep, but I quite liked him. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> that checks out, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're sort of offending yourselves, really. So, so I mean, yeah, big big th, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. That's his name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The the angry the the bad lad in it, or who we find out is the bad lad in the end. I've already spoiled it. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, You're worried about spoiling Moana. Well, I mean, I look. I've got a photo of so just in case you're wondering. Um, how I'm remembering what happened in any of these. I do have a Wikipedia article, but I'm not actually reading any of the stuff in the Wikipedia. I'm just looking at the poster and just remembering what I can from that. Um, looked at looked at Jake's face and I thought, oh, naughty man. Yeah. naughty, naughty man, green hands. Um, so yeah, he's uh, they're in, they're in Italy or Venice, wherever it is for whatever reason. T big th and his his mates Zendaya's doing whatever she's doing, just not being rebellious. Yeah, that, that classic that classic character yeah. um for some reason nick fury's on the poster i don't ever remember him being in the film but you know you learn something new every day he, he, yeah he was in it he, was he well, in it at the end yeah, yeah. No, he was in it from the start oh was he but, yeah. i mean it's not technically nick fury but i mean that's is not uh, yeah is that it, is true is it Samuel L. Jackson playing Samuel L. Jackson? It's Samuel L. Jackson playing a scroll playing Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. I see. Well, yeah. like, very clever, isn't it? Um, but yeah, they're in a they're and then not they're not in Murica. They're in they're in the old Venice or wherever it is. Um, he's just trying to stay chill, you know, having a nice summer whenever it was. I can't remember. I'm assuming it was summer. It looked hot. Yeah. Um, he was having a chill time there. And uh, just trying to have a nice break. But unfortunately, some stuff started happening. Water people, I say people, person. Water lad, but he was massive. Like stone lad, he was massive as well. Um, Everyone's going, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing, mate? You shouldn't be destroying all these bridges and just messing everything up. Um, So, so yeah. Um, And then, you know, he fights them and everything. And uh, eventually, Jake Gyllenhaal's a baddie. What a knobhead. What a um, knobhead. You know what? Fun little link to 
um, Jay's choices. Uh, Jellingall's also a knobhead, according to Taylor Swift, who wrote a whole album about their breakup. So, I mean, I didn't realize they were together. Yeah, one of her albums was about her. Did she break up with him because he was making water people who were destroying Venice? Yeah, I think maybe she, she, like, like the audience, saw the bad in him. Um, Only the end, though. He starts off Mr. Nice Guy. Maybe this is the thing with Jake Dunning. He starts off Mr. Nice Guy. You get to know him and he's a bit of a dick. Um, Except for in Nightcrawler where he's a dick the whole way through. Yeah. I haven't watched that. Should do, though. It's very good. See, my memory is so poor. I can't actually remember what films I've watched and enjoyed or what films I would like to watch. Um, So I've got a note on my phone uh, with all of the the films that I've liked uh, and the ones I want to see because otherwise I'd forget them. That's a good way to do it. Jack, I'm going to recommend you a, a, a website that sort of does that for you. It's called Letterbox. Wow. And you just sort of add all the films that you've watched on there, and you can give them a little rating so you remember what you think of them. And then Are they all going to be on there? They will all be on there. It's got every single film on there, for sure. Ever? Yeah. Um, will I they have this podcast on there? No, no, because some would call this the cinema. peak of cinematography. Yeah, some would say that. Do you know what? In, in, in that they can't see us. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home. Tom, Tom Holland does some spider things in Venice and doesn't die because he can't, because uh, yeah. that would be illegal. Um, but yeah, um, classic, just classic Marvel stuff, really. Um, just like loads of special effects. Um, lots of just random, fairly popular actors. Classic, like... Marvel music, and then just another couple of pieces to tie together. Green hands, and you're uh, you've made a film. I think my brain just got the link. Yeah, I think I might have an idea of what the link is as well. Oh, what are you thinking, stuff. Jay? Well, well, my brain is thinking that they're all distributed by Disney, except for The Incredibles, but which came out before Disney bought Pixar. Incredibles was um, two thousand three. I thought it was 2005. It might have been 2003. 2004. Shit. In the middle. In the middle. All right. Well, you th- so what you think you're thinking they're all Disney except? Incredibles. But, like distributed by Disney except for the Incredibles. But up. Pixar. Yeah, but it was it was distributed by Disney in the same way that Spider-Man is technically marvel but technically sony but distributed by disney okay so according to the wikipedia for the incredibles it was produced by pixar animation studios and released by walt disney pictures fuck damn damn it damn it well look i i had this other idea is that we've talked about um far from home and up and moana before have we talked about the incredibles before on the podcast don't. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I don't oh, we've have. talked about up before because that was the fucking dogs one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, up was the dogs one. You have. Far from home was a couple of weeks ago, and Moana. But Jack says he hasn't. He didn't listen to the Moana episode. Could have been a red herring. Could have. I could have just been telling the truth. Oh no! Oh, I think it's been crafty, and I, I can't remember. I don't think I've talked about the Incredibles, have I? No, don't think no. so. No, I haven't. And neither we of might have talked about Incredibles two once. Yeah, probably. I'm I really like Incredibles two. I think it's decent, to be fair. 
can't yeah. gamble with it. Maybe I should give Seth, it. Seth doesn't like the fact that it's openly feminist. Hey, is I don't it? like. I don't oh, like what, of course it is, because Elastigirl is like the Don. I just think it's um, too slap in your face. Here's feminism that doesn't necessarily drive the plot in any way. I think if you just ignore that and just watch it for a children's film, um, <laughs> I think it's quite good. It just, yeah. That's how I watch all of my films. I don't want to follow up the um, feminist comment with a comment about Elastigirl, but I am sort of in love with Elastigirl. And the animators really went to town on her in Incredibles 2. They really went like the curves were slightly unrealistic, but I mean, they were. You loved it anyway. They were curvy, you know. It's nothing to be ashamed of, mate. Well, it was. It was something to be ashamed of because I was sitting in a theatre. You are allowed to be attracted to a mum in a Pixar film. Okay. Released by Disney. I feel a little bit better now. That's fine. You can get off your chest. Well, no, I have, and and you've made me feel really comfortable about it. Right. <laughs> Would you like to make a guess, Seth, or are you going to uh, leave it? I'll, I'll just confer with Jay quickly. Jay, do you think that's a good one to go for? Yes. Are we Are we going for it then? Yeah. Well, which one do we lose less points on if we get it wrong? It's the um, we get two points for the. I don't, I don't know. I two don't points know. for the odd one out. It's, um, it is. One point for the link. So let's guess the link, and if we get it wrong, we can still get two points. Um, Jack, is your link that they've been on the podcast before? Seth, I regret to inform you that it's not. Oh, no. Um, he was actually getting closer with uh, Jay's idea. Um, I, I got rid of that in the end. Hold on, don't, don't um, reveal but it. But I was yeah. thinking about that being as my original link. Um, what, the Disney thing? I fobbed it off in the end. Yeah, I, that was mm. going to be one of my initial ideas. Um, but I fobbed it off in the end. And I didn't actually, I didn't listen to the podcast on the way here. Um, I was telling the truth. <laughs> um, I had no idea talking about Moana last week. I just thought of this. Do we do the you get a point if um your link doesn't get guessed? Because I think we used to do that. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Do I, yeah. yeah, let's yeah, let's do that again. All right, let's do that. Um yeah, no, I've still no idea. Should we carry on with Jack and ask him about I feel like we should ask him about I the think... Incredibles, the original Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah, go on, Jack. <laughs> I love the original Incredibles. It's one of my favourite films. Um, I I probably haven't actually watched it that much, maybe only three or four times, but um, it, it makes me very happy. Um, I, was, I was brought up on the Incredibles and it's an absolute classico. Um, as, the, as the name states, a uh, family of people who are incredible. Um, you may ask how? Uh, it's not like a family of good accountants or like people who are really clever. Um, you got the dad, strong. Got the mum, she's proper bendy. Seth loves that. Yeah. Um, oh, he does love a good bit of bend. Uh, you got the the young lad who uh, he's fast. Um, you got the daughter who she just puts like purple bubbles everywhere. Just like, oh, she's an outcast. And uh, and you've got the child, the baby, who um, he just does fucking whatever he wants, don't he? He just, just like teleporting it. But you don't find that out until the very end of the film. Like, it's not really a spoiler because... He's incredible. Really yeah. um, he, as Seth has just said, they are all <laughs> incredible. Um, I, I, a little while ago, I, I didn't realise this initially, but well, I realised this about the parents, obviously, because their names are their powers. But so are the kids. As well, Dash obviously 
dashing around is fast. Violet, as in like ultraviolet, so she can go invisible. And Jack Jack, Jack of all trades, so he can do everything. And of course, you've got Bob. Um, Yeah. You know, he's Bob. Um, Yep. Yep, that's his power. (laughs) He bobs. He can float. That's that's his power. (laughs) He's the only person in the Incredibles universe who can float. I'm just going to ask you quickly. So this is really coincidental because it was only like two or three days ago that I was thinking, could Jack-Jack, no, could Dash do an essay really quick? Of course he could. Because obviously he can can write quickly, can't he? He'd be able to write quickly. But then would his mind be able to keep up with his pen? Oh, if you think about this, Seth. Yeah. Funnily enough, when you when you walk or run, uh, your brain is controlling. You know what's going on. It's working your legs and stuff. So you would think his brain is telling his legs to go that fast. That's true. And if it, you know if it can do that, I would have thought his brain could tell him what to write. So he's also um, like got enhanced intelligence then. I, I mean, well, you never know. I mean, he could just be writing down a load of wank, and it could just be. <laughs> that was you me know, yesterday. Yeah. The brown dog jumped over the lazy log or whatever it is. <laughs> that was good. I tried to that. If you want. The brown log charge jumped that as well, though. Her letter, that's... Um, is it the lazy... What is it? The lazy brown... The, the, the lazy uh, brown dog jumped over the sleeping cow or something? The what? The, the thing that type... over the riverbed. No, it's a cow jumps over the moon, isn't it? No, no, no. There's a there's a literal hey, sentence the, that, that you use... It's a typing when, exercise. Yeah, because it uses all the letters of the alphabet. Yeah, I think it is the brown dog jumps over the lazy fox, I think it is. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. Got to get the old X in there at the end. That's something fun that I didn't know. The brown dog jumps over the lazy fox. Okay. So, so yeah, that's the Incredibles. I haven't actually told you anything about the plot. Um, but, yeah, dad, the dad, good old Bob, 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 Pa, um, he used to work in an office. Well, it, Back in the old days, used to be a superhero. Then they got rid of them. They were like, oh, get rid of these nerds. They're just too good. Because all the normal population, they were like, oh, it's just too much of a... They're all vigilantes. It's too much of an inconvenience. So uh, Bob goes and works in an office or whatever, breaks some lad's neck. Um, That's just completely unrelated. Uh, He gets fired from his job. And then um, some some sketchy-ass woman just comes and offers offers him a job to go and do some stuff. Beats up a black bull, um, a big one, and um, the rest is history. Basically, gets the whole family back into the game, and um, <laughs> at the end, there's a man um, who is a mole man, the Underminer. Yes, yeah, and, he, he, uh, he makes every appearance. That's he does, doesn't he? That's the yeah. start of the second film. Didn't the have underminer. to be, but there he is. Yeah, just so that's uh, I've left out all the important bits. Um, that, that's basically, it's just it's basically a parody of I think it's Moonraker, one of the Bond films where they've got an underground missile base and a rocket. And yeah. It's, it basically and the soundtrack obviously kind of soundtrack very brilliant. very Bondy. Yeah, it's it similar Bond. to the Incredibles sound, like because the Incredibles one is like very jazzy, isn't it? Lots yes. Of, yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's a yeah. It's a really cool sound. I can't. It's this Italian composer who does fun fun Michael Giacchini or something. That's it. Um, fun mm. fact. Um, I've actually got one of the incredible songs on my gym playlist. I think it's actually pronounced Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. I think it is. 
because yeah. it's like one of those weird you would think he's like some italian mobster but he's actually just some dude from america oh that's upsetting um, that's ruined the but yeah because every time i you know i put my playlist on i'd read his name and i thought i need to know how that's pronounced yeah i need to know what this guy looks like what, what's he about that is a great uh, name very it, standard. it could be it could be very i mean he he could just be like a de- a, a descendant of Italian immigrants, which That's happened a lot. The most likely thing. So could it also could be pretending. Be, I mean, you could you could be pretending as well, yeah. like Stanley Tucci, who's what's his real name? I don't know. I think I oh, think wow. that was just a, a lie that just came off my head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the uh, that's the Incredibles. Uh, oh, so incredible people good. do some incredible things. That's the tagline. Not actually. <laughs> it is a great film, though. It is one of my favourite. It's so good. Disney, Pixar, whatever films. It's brilliant. Excellent film. Um, Samuel Jackson in it as well. Did it? Yeah, Frozone. Oh yeah. And what it's I actually... didn't. Really... Yeah, and what I didn't realise about Frozone is they parody it in. Um... Michael Jackson is not Frozone. Samuel Jackson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you convinced me as well, and then I remember what he sounds like. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Lots of things have gone wrong here. Initially, I got Frozone con- confused with Syndrome, which is why I thought it might be possible. Yeah. No. Now, since remembered who Frozone is. Yeah. And um, Samuel Jackson. Probably not Michael. No, but you know, you know the where's my super suit bit where he turns around and there's like a helicopter that crashes into a building. They parody that in um, Avengers in Endgame, where Samuel Jackson turns around and you've got a similar shot of the helicopter crashing into a building. So that's fun. Nice, thing. that's a yeah. lovely little Easter egg. I appreciate yeah. that. That's all right. Anytime. Um, so yeah, I mean that's obviously not your link, Jack, because you didn't know Samuel L. Jackson was in Incredibles or Far From Home. So. Wow. Turns out my link is actually Michael Jackson being in all <laughs> four films. Should we talk about Up? Let's talk about Up. Go for it. Yeah. So, Let's Jack. finish it on Up. Yeah, so, let me just switch tabs here. Um, up from 2009. Dog, small child, old man in a floating house. Wife dies, end credits. <laughs> No, that it would be dies in the first three minutes. Well, you know, it wasn't in chronological order because the dog was first. So, uh, um, <laughs> so, um, old lad, he uh, he has a lovely life with his wife, and then she dies for some reason, which is really sad. Uh, and it, yeah. Disney are knobheads for that, really, um, mm-hmm. or Pixar or whatever, because they really hit you for six. You think, oh, what a lovely man and his wife just having a lovely life. All of a sudden. Music takes a bit of a downturn. You think, oh, what's going on here? She just bloody dies. Not very fair, is it? But neither is life. So, uh, you know. Um, yeah, so she dies. And he thinks, oh, I can't be bothered with this anymore. Goes and lives in his retirement home or whatever, which is actually his house. Yeah. Um, yeah. The FBI turn up and they're like, mate, we're building a, I don't know, some houses here or whatever. The council have turned up. They said, mate, get out. Bloody council. Um, council. Always building more houses, aren't they? That'll be on spotted in for him soon. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's been evicted. <laughs> he's, um, 
he's uh, he's been evicted, so he's like, all right, hold on, let me get my stuff, and I'll um, I'll piss off for you. Turns out <laughs> he uh, stuck a load of balloons out the chimney, floated the house away, didn't he? Um, okay. he's abducted a child during this. You know, some would say not ethical. Um, some would say it's pretty funny. Um, eventually lets the child into the house. They go on a little adventure. They land somewhere. I can't remember where it was now. Um, uh, some paradise exotic place. Yeah, something like that. Um, some exotic place. They find a dog um, who can speak. They find a bird who can't speak. Um, now you've got a nice little hate triangle there of people doing each other heads, each other's heads in. Bird hates a dog. Dog loves everyone. Well... Not, I'm not, I'm not up to date on my shapes, so it could be. Um, it's always up to interpretation. Um, but I mean, so yeah, the the dog loves everything. Uh, the kid just doesn't know what's going on at any time. <laughs> um, the bird, it's just a bird, and then the, the granddad hates everything, including himself. So um, that's basically the the hate love pentagon which is going on. Um, so yeah, they piss about for a bit. There's another old man who's angry, but he dies or something in the end because he's got a load of dogs. And um, in the end, happily ever after, something happens. Kid gets a load of badges. Finn. I think I've thought of your link. I think I know what Go your on. link might be. Have you noticed that? So in Moana, Dwayne the Rock Johnson initially he's a bit of a dick and he doesn't want to help Moana, but then he does help Moana. And in Up, okay, the old man is a bit of a dick and then he isn't. And in The Incredibles. Fuck that. And in Far From Home, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is a, isn't a dick, and then he is a dick. What I'm trying to say is they have character arcs. Okay. Where okay. one of the main dudes goes from uh, knobhead to not, or not to knobhead. This is just, yeah, yeah. But, and I mean, okay. in The Incredibles, you've got Syndrome, who starts off as just a gobby little kid, and then ends up being some kind of evil villain. But no, I don't think yeah. that holds tight now that I've said okay. it out loud. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have said anything. I feel like I need to do it. <laughs> what are you saying, Seth? Continue. I feel like you're getting somewhere. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I just feel like they've all got... Well, you might not be getting anywhere. Oh, okay. Well, it's just this, It's just kind of like development, but in a specific way. that. Would you like to make a guess, Seth? Is The Incredibles the odd one out? The Incredibles is not the odd one out. Seth, we've been playing this game for a literal year and you're still awful at it. <laughs> Jay, if you could have a guess, what 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 would you guess is the odd one out? You know what I'm going to go? I'm going to go for... I'm going to say Spider-Man is the odd one out. And the reason is because the other ones are all animated. You're both a pair of pillocks. Yay! Um, no, you're not right. Um, no, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you like me to reveal all? Yes, please. Yes, definitely, yeah. Oh, stuff. So, odd one out. Surprisingly, Moana. Okay, You may on. say, how is that? Any guesses? See if we can get it from knowing Moana. I have mentioned... Now. I think I've mentioned it enough. I've mentioned the actual link, the words... Once, adventure, no, um, incredible, no, um, hero, super, no, um, I'll give each of you a guess. Yeah, 
Oh, okay. Uh, uh, if you can guess it, I'll give you a point. You've said the words distributed by Disney once. Okay. I'm guessing that Moana is the odd one out because it's the only one that's actually a Disney film and the other ones are not. Okay, very good idea. Seth, I won't, I'll, I'll wait until Seth gives me his, his idea. You yeah, can similar, choose the same one or a different one. Yeah, similar to what Jay said, except that... Um, so... Yeah, so what, what Jay said. <laughs> okay, so... Michael Giacchino. No, you didn't. Um, so, in Spider-Man Far From Home, The Incredibles and Up all feature... Um, music from big old Mikey uh, Moana not a single track oh, I love that... Michael Giacchino's music so much um, I thought you know what let's go for it That's such Moana's a good the odd one out I love Michael Giacchino let me suck oh. your willy I should have got Michael Giacchino because I knew that he did The Incredibles and I knew that he did Spider-Man as well I said Michael Giacchino once and you did say it once well we should have got that, to be honest. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. You did really give it a good effort. Oh, that was a good one from you. Thank you. That was very good. I'd like to give a quick shout out to my my loving um, girlfriend, Jessica, because she did help me come up with this link. And I did promise her I'd give her a shout out. So oh. thank you very much. Hi, Jess. Hope you're doing all right. Uh that's that's, that's that's all my hello is. How many points am I on currently? Because this is my this is my goal you, right now. My friend are now on three points. Oh yeah. Dave on two, and I am still on naught. I love to hear it. Right, which is good for me because I don't think you're going to get my link. So hopefully you shouldn't get any more. Well, we can try. You can. Well, Jack, whose link do you want to take apart next? Do you want to take Jay's or do you want to take mine? Oh. I'd like to I'd like to collaborate with you, Seth. So let's let's do Jay. All let's right, do let's, it. You take it from behind, I'll take him from the front. Jay. Brilliant. Just how I like it. Where, where do we want to start? I feel like have you heard of Super 8 or have you seen Super 8, Jack? Why have I heard that? It's a JJ Abrams film, isn't it, Jay? Yeah. I thought uh, for some reason I thought it was Spielberg, but I think maybe he produced... I think it's both actually. It might be both. One, I think one... he produced it, maybe. One or the other did something on it. Probably yeah, so yeah. I've, I've Googled it and I don't have a clue what it is. So, um, no, yeah. I've never I've never seen it. It's been on my radar, if you'll excuse the sci-fi terminology for the... Um, but no, did you I'm say radar is a sci-fi term? Yes. To some. I, it's... <laughs> they, so, have, they have radars in the Iron Giant. Which is... Wow. Is they. They they've had radar since um, I think maybe like the nineteen thirties. Your intelligence really does know no end, Seth. Jay, tell us about Super Eight. So Super Eight, from what I can remember, I think Super Eight is used to be a type of camera, which I think is what the film is named after. It's a bunch of kids. As far as I remember from the Wikipedia article that I didn't read in anything at all, no. just going off what I remember of the film from the 10-minute clips I've maybe seen, which is 
yeah, J.J. Abrams and Steven Spielberg. It's quite a... Um, in the way that sci-fi films often are, it's like quite sentimental about their childhood, like rose-tinted glasses almost, um, in that it's a bunch of kids with these Super 8... With, who get a Super 8 camera that roll off these, like, I think it, it reels from in the 1970s or something, 1980s, early 80s, I think it would have been, um, like doing, you know, kind of crappy home films. I think I've it's like how, how, a lot of the, how a lot of these directors, especially from that time period, that like got their star, like yeah. found their love of the medium in that way. Um, so it's quite a reflective portrayal of that and his kids doing these like little fun home films and I think they find some alien things and it develops from there and that's what I vaguely remember of what I might have read about the film Once Upon a Time. Wow. What an introduction. (laughs) I've heard that it's really, really good. I might check it out myself this week. So I would just like to clarify, you haven't seen it? No. Just, just, like, just like to clarify that. No, I, I just like to say, yeah, I, know just... I know that Jack gave like the most vague synopsis of Moana, but that that levels it, I think. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you've you've met the bar there with your sort of gang of kids find alien, and that was pretty much all all we know. Yeah, I mean, I I thought I'd start taking notes in order to have a passing chance at um, trying to guess his link, and so far my notes consist of J. Super Eight Sci-Fi Kids cameras. Um, yeah. So that's, be- that's better than my, what I've got. That's better than my notes, Jack. My notes. Um, I went to write notes under Super Eight, but instead I've just got the brown dog jumps over the lazy fox. <laughs> well, <laughs> you might give that a go. That might be the link. <laughs> that they all contain letters from the alphabet. That would be a really clever link. Wow. Weirder things have happened, like dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, well, no, Jack. I'm. I think I'm going off something that you wrote down. I think it's got something to do with like the the cameras and like directors viewing their childhoods through like you know rose tinted glasses. Maybe. Do you, do you want? Do you want? Do you want something else as well? Uh, yes. Um, okay. Yeah. In Super Eight, I've just I've got the Wikipedia article up now. The music. Is by Michael. Is it by Marv? Curse it is. Big boy Giacchino. He's done really good everything apart from Moana. (laughs) It's understandable, really. I got the I got the I got the Wikipedia article up, and I could not believe my eyes when I saw that. Do you want to ask him anything else, Jack? Or I mean, I'm pretty much done with this guy. I don't think I've. Bearing in mind that no no one in this call has seen this, um, I think we need some some more evidence before I can make a decision. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to get even more tedious really soon because none of us have seen it. So let's move on to something that hopefully you have seen, Jay. Eight Mile? Yeah, no, I haven't seen this either. Oh, for fuck's <sighs> sake. Jack, have you seen no, Eight Mile? I haven't. I know what it is, though. I know what it is, yeah. Go on, Jay. What do you know? Yeah, so it's um, a film from mid-2000s, mid-early 2000s, I think, um, starring... Eminem, yeah. basically almost semi-autobiographical, I think. It's about an up-and-coming rapper from um, the... Uh, I can't think of the word to 
to describe it, but he's not coming from a nice place, particularly like a trailer park. I think he's coming from slums. I. And... <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> um, this won an Oscar for "Lose Yourself," wow. which is the song that Eminem did. I think it's from the end of the film where he's going up for the... Because he comes up through rap battles, um, which is the way Eminem came up in the hip-hop scene. Um, and so, yeah, that's wow. a great song. It's a good piece of storytelling as well, even in the, the song. Um, it's a good song. Eminem is all, all right as a rapper. He, he was better 20 years ago. Okay. I think it's supposed to be quite good. Um when was Super 8 released? 2011. Okay. I hope the link isn't they're supposed to be quite good. <laughs> the link is that Jay has not watched any of them. Yeah. <laughs> but We're in 1984. Well, yeah. that's still one out. Yeah. <laughs> well, is it? <laughs> I mean, I, I still think it is the old one out. Jack, I'm sort of thinking that. So, Eight Mile, you just said, it's kind of semi-autobiographical. I always had that written down. Uh, yeah, and Super 8, you said, was, like, nostalgic of how the first directors made their film by just buying a camera and filming shit. And, obviously, 1989, Taylor Swift always writes about herself. She's egotistical like that. So, I mean, that's, that's all I've... Food for thought, Jack. Do you have any, any ideas? Yeah. Would share yeah, up? Yeah, you got it. That's it. You think? You think I got it? Okay. Yeah, you well, got it. let's ask him about. Shall we ask about 1989 before we commit anything? Yeah, go on. Then. Yeah. Okay. Jay, 1989, please, because we know about Lovely. 1984. So this is a Taylor Swift album from 2014. I want to say, maybe. I think so. Um, I have listened to this. This was actually. The, the, the way that I decided that um, I didn't like that I didn't dislike Taylor Swift because yeah. for ages I was an idiot and just disliked her based on nothing just on principle because it's Taylor yeah. Swift Essentially. and then you realised hang on I'm and then not I, and held then, by these prejudices anymore and then I actually went you know what I'm going to give this music a listen and see if it's actually any good and 1980, 1989 is a very good album I, and now you're slowly transitioning into Taylor Swift because you love her that much. Yeah, the hair's going now. Yeah. You know, so it's, we it, are, it's, it's getting longer. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You're just making your way there. Yeah, it's slowly. slowly but surely. Mm. I, yeah. I'm, I am become Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> I am become. Des um, destroyer of souls. Jay. Of Jay. Yeah. I'm just going to stop you there before you lose all kind of grounding um 1989 i don't know if you're aware but the cd edition jack you might be interested in this too came with some polaroids oh that's cool i didn't that, know that and obviously the album cover is a cheeky little polaroid isn't it jay yeah it Ooh. is yeah it's a, yeah that is true oh no i'm not i'm not jumping to conclusions here. that's what i'll say seth isn't saying anything but seth is saying that the link is polaroids <laughs> It's mm. just just a thing that I thought it's I'd just no, It's just spitballing, just throwing it out there. Yeah. But Joe, is there anything think... 
Yeah. I'm not sure if there were many Polaroids around about Eight Mile. I mean, they, they that is how they would have taken photos, to be honest. And I don't think with, there's any with with like Polaroid cameras, but there weren't any the in it. I don't well, think. Well, there are lots of cameras in 1984 because Big Brother is always watching you, and you have to have cameras in your hotel rooms. That is true. There's cameras in the telly as well. Cameras in the telly. And you have to watch the telly in 1984 oh, to do a workout. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm. Jack, I think I think I'm kind of leaning towards this camera camera theme. Let's do let's do it. Let's camera it. Shall we just I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you right away. Oh. I'm gonna say the link is incredibly surface level. Okay, that's fine then. All right. Okay. okay, let's have a thing. But um Jay, can I have a point for my camera link, please? Because I'm not gonna win this. And that was a good good that was a good pot, I think. And it is true, it is true. They all incorporate cameras I mean, Eight Mile is a film, so it also does, but that's Again, not. Oh, the fuck off. Give him like a seventh of a point. <laughs> yeah, you could have a seventh of a point, Seth. Fuck okay. you. Well, it's more than none. Think yourself grateful. <laughs> All right, mum. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so ungrateful. Some people can't even eat. Yeah, I'm fair. <laughs> My mum doesn't sound Why like that. Have we suddenly yet. gone all West Country? That's where we're My mum is apparently from. from the West Country. Spotted Yeah, spotted him through. I Jack, don't know. Like, what, what do you think the odd one out? I feel like the Taylor Swift one might be the odd one out because why would he include 1984? Because we've talked about that before. Super 8, he hasn't seen, so why would he include that? 8 Mile, he hasn't seen, so why would he choose to include that? So I think 1989 is the odd one out. I think that's sound logic, Seth. Jay, is 1989 the odd one out? No. Okay. That's really depressing. That is upsetting. Eight miles the other one out. Don't do it. So no. Right. <sighs> so by process of elimination. Right. Okay. So that means Super 8's the other one out. Yeah. Now tell me why. You fucking tell me why. I don't I got no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember how superficial the Aaron Brockovich one was? Right. I'm going to throw the towel in. I've got no clue, Jack. Unless you've I'm, got I'm, I'm bloody clueless. I'm stumped. Okay, right. I'm going to tell you the link. Um, don't come to Southampton and stab me. So, the way I introduced um, 1989 and 1984 was... <laughs> Said 1989 and 1984. The first word of all of these are numbers, except Super 8, where it's the last one. Oh, that is so shit. I'm getting sick of this. I'm getting really oh. sick of this. I mean, it's clever, but it's also very annoying. Why? 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 It's why? incredibly cryptic. Why aren't I good enough to, to be get... fair? If you've got them all written down, you can see that the first number for all of them is a number apart from Super 8. Yeah, but for some reason that just wasn't clicking. No, I mean, I didn't think of it whatsoever. So oh, I stuff. am now on three points, and Jack, you are two. Jackson, I'm on Jack, three points. you are two on three points. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, too many numbers. Buddy, eight mile, two points, two numbers, just uh, 
a yeah. seventh. Throw that in there. It's getting confusing now. Yes. So the the finale, which is Seth. Hello. Um, my oh, finale. Um, <laughs> the climax, you might say. Some would say. I wouldn't. No, I don't. I don't know anyone who would. That's true, to be honest. <laughs> there we go. Seth. Yeah. What are your things? Because I didn't write them down initially. Right, well, <laughs> um, Rocky. Yep. The Velvet Underground and Nico, which is an album. Yep, still speaking Spanish, but continue. Yeah, Star Trek Generations. Cool. Which is, and uh, Trouble Man, a soundtrack by Marvin Gaye. Which one should we start him off on, Jay? I, I don't know. Um, okay. Let's... Should we say Star Trek? Sure, go for it. Sure. Okay. So, have you seen this, Seth? Yes, I've seen this. Start. My dad showed me it when I was a a, a little cub. Um, I haven't. You're a little one now, Sam. Yeah. When I was a little cub, like a like a small bear. A small, yeah, like a little. Ah, you know, when I was a kid, he showed me when I was a kid. And yeah, that will do. And I haven't, I haven't revisited off of my own back. I haven't watched it when my dad didn't put it on. Um, okay. But I remember things about it. It's, it's Star Trek, so it's about space explorers. And um, this one's got Patrick Stewart in as um, the captain of the Enterprise. And at some point in the movie, he goes to visit um, William Shatner's um, Captain Kirk from the other series of, of films i really don't get the star trek chronology i don't think i ever will but i don't really want to but they just seem to just interlink somehow um there's parallel universes and like a ribbon in this there's a bad guy and there's a scene on a cliff and i can't really give you a plot because as i say i watched it when i was very young um but i remember thinking it was okay um but if you want some advice on the star trek trilogy i'd say every odd number is apparently shit so just watch the even numbers Wow, that's what I'd say. Never I don't know any, any Star Trek. Not even the new, the, the, the new ones. Do you want to know a fun fact about Star Trek? I mean, yeah. When I was a, a wee lad, not quite as wee as you in this store. I think I was in year seven. I was a um, cool guy, uh, you know. Wow, well, I, I don't should, know about that. I was on. Uh, I was in the in the coding club for my school. So you know. Sorry, did cool you just guy. say you were a cool guy and then follow that up with us in the coding club at my school? Yep, I was in year seven. I was in the coding club. I'm not ashamed at to say. At Matravers. Yeah, at Matravers. Oh, yeah, I was God. in the coding club. Part of, a part of a, a year seven trip, we got taken to sea. Um, I don't know why they entrusted this with us. They thought, you know what? We'll give you a reward for doing all that coding you're doing. I don't know, sitting on scratch for an hour after school. What we do is reward you. What do you think is an appropriate reward for some children, basically 11-year-olds, um, sitting on scratch for an hour a week? The, the classic one is something like at Bristol. Okay. Some Jay, any guesses? Is it a cinema trip? So, also, I'm completely... I'm really sorry to derail your... Um, no, your no, list. go for it. Yeah. Um, so, we got taken to the Apple store in Bath. I don't know where it's store. We got taken to the giant Apple shop in either Bath or Bristol, I think it was. We just had a look around, spoke to the guy who owned the shop, I think it was, or it was somewhat like a big, you know, big honcho at the shop. After that, we got taken to some 
really micro like niche theater somewhere uh where it turned out they made a load of films um and did you go to the egg i it might that rings a bell <laughs> that's in bath yeah i did a work experience there for a week and um they said you know what we're going to bring a load of 11 years 11 year olds in here make them sign some ndas um and tell them about interstellar the new star trek film that's coming out and some other film uh and just get them to not tell anyone so i knew when did interstellar come out because they were showing us Wait, the we were star like trek film, are you, sure you don't mean into darkness or was it interstellar then? i think i can't remember so yeah interstellar came out in 2014 and this was like 2011 right. or 2012 i think it was and they were like showing us about how they made how like how they generated the the black holes and stuff and how they made it look like a black hole. Obviously, we had no fucking clue what they were on about because we were like 11. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a nice little anecdote about my time at, as Jay has apparently concluded, the egg. Wow. That is I amazing. went to the egg and they just showed us a shit play about the bloke who went to find the fleece. <laughs> Jason? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so what we I got, did in year seven at the end. Yeah, we we got we got shown. I I might have some people I don't talk to them anymore, but I know who I went on that trip with, and I'm sure they could agree that we were shown it, the black holes from Interstellar and this one of the star new Star Treks. So, I was so like, you oh, had, that's cool. You had to actually sign NDAs. I had to that. sign an NDA, and they that were like, oh, "Don't tell anyone, or we'll kill you." And I was like, "Fair enough." Got home, mum was like, "Oh, what you do today? Can't tell you, mum." Yeah, <laughs> that kill me if I tell you. Your mum was like, "Just tell me, little shit." Like, why are you being such a knob? I was like, "Mum, I will have to execute you on the spot." <laughs> yeah. We have, have MI5 coming straight through the windows. You don't want that, do you? Just to find out about some black holes. Yeah, not worth it. Do you know what? I've um, got one distinct. So, my travellers, by the way, um, listeners, we haven't talked about before because me and Jay went to King Down and Jack joined us at King Down. Yeah, we didn't go to yeah. King because I went to everywhere. I specifically heard this one story about my travellers. And Jack, Go I don't on. know if it's true. So apparently, I someone, might not have been there. Apparently, someone wore trainers to school, and the head teacher then made the student walk around in their socks for the rest of the day. <laughs> is, is that true? I don't know. <laughs> when did you hear this? I remember I was year seven or year eight, and they were like, Matravers, and I had to make you walk around in your socks. I don't know. Surely not. I don't. I don't remember seeing that happen, but I feel like that was also a rumour within the school that someone was made to walk around with no shoes on. I don't yeah, honestly, it would not surprise me whatsoever. Yeah, but you, you can't you can't really talk, Seth, because at Kingdown there was a rumour that there was a fire in the humanities building and a kid burned to death because Miss Bunchy made them go down the downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I've never heard that before. That's brilliant. <laughs> she died because you were on the downstairs. <laughs> First thing about that rumor was how Miss Bunting always led with. So you might have heard this rumor. That's not true. Just to like clear her name from the outset. It's just a complete cover up. She actually yeah. did kill a yeah. child through the downstairs. Christ, that's so good. Um, but yeah, that was my anecdote about. Um, Star Trek. Yeah, I think the thing. I, oh, sorry. The thing I always think about my travels now is is Dan Hall talking about the Poo Club. Well, I don't know what the Poo Club is. It sounds it like a really like, rubbish version of the Breakfast Club. It was literally a one-time thing where he went into the toilet. 
for a poo and there was someone in the cubicle next to him also doing a poo and they just went poo club <laughs> <laughs> that was it it doesn't surprise me whatsoever to be honest I've, Dan Hall's um, Connecting Vague Dots episode did um, I did enjoy that to be fair I mm, actually okay. want to get him back on because he's a fucking idiot so in a roundabout sort of way that was um, Star Trek Generations it only yeah. took us three hours. Yeah, should we talk about Rocky? <laughs> so, well, basically, it's about Sylvester Stallone who goes and and becomes a, a boxer and and beats someone in a boxing match. But he doesn't. Doesn't he in the first one? No, he loses. What in the oh. first one? Yeah. Well, right. What should, did you like, Rocky, Seth? Well, I think well, he doesn't think know because he's thinking of the wrong one by the sounds. Oh, brilliant. Or maybe I am. Basically, it's about Sylvester Stallone, who's a boxer, <laughs> and he gets in a boxing match and wins or loses, but one of those. But you'll have to watch the film to find out. So, I mean, do that. Um, he didn't actually direct the first one. The first one was directed by someone else. He just wrote the screenplay. He directed mm. the second one and others. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, one of the main big American films that's meant to like motivate you and get you to do stuff with your life you know it's like one of those films that's meant to make you go i'm now gonna try really hard just like get active you mean like sort of pursue your goals and stuff yeah yeah, like yeah pursue your goals hit your targets so we've just had intel that rocky loses the fight against apollo creed at the end of the film spoiler Seth is thinking of the wrong one i was in fact thinking of rocky 2 however i could be thinking of either for the link to work wow because on the thing that is my link there is rocky one and rocky two and no no other ones just those two so i mean just rocky one and two that's all that's on the on the thing that is the link very interesting thank you for that piece of information seth it's kind of invaluable you know I'm assuming Rocky 1 slash 2 is not the, the odd one out because he's just said it could be 1 or 2. Oh, that's very true, yeah. Um, so, you know, that's that's reduced it by 1. Um, unless he's doing the yeah. ultimate um, psych. Um, so that leaves it to Star Trek Generation, um, Trouble Man, or untitled film that I still don't know what Seth said. Let's go on to that one. Oh, it's an album. It's an album. Oh, so untitled album that I'm still unsure as to what it's called. It's it's a self-titled album and it's by The Velvet Underground. Okay, I understood that time. And Nico. Okay. Um, very big album in the, in the 60s. It's got that famous cover art with the banana on it done by Andy Warhol. Uh, the band is frontmanned by Lou Reed who went on to do solo stuff and was very successful. Um, it's a great album. Um it's really good, very American. You, like, you know what I mean? It's like the, the American Beatles, basically. Um, but it's a great album and cool artwork. Check it out. I, I really would. It's got um, Sunday Morning on, Heroin. Um, you'll know some of the songs on there, I'm sure. Heroin? I'm up for that. Yeah, yeah I was, I did, I was excited when I realised you meant the song. Yeah, the song is wacky, though. It really. Basically, at the end of that song, it's just noise, like a screeching, and oh, it's horrible. But at the same time, it sounds kind of nice. So, you know, anti ASMR. Yeah, exactly. Do listen to it. 
it's good. Okay. Yeah. I might actually. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big one. It's kind of kind of important. It's quite mellow for the most of it, kind of acoustic stuff. But it's a, it's the 60s, so when that kind of pop rock genre was just emerging, so it was kind of unlikely yeah. for its time. Fun little thing about the cover is so it's a banana, and there's a little label, um, and it says peel it and see. No, it says peel slowly and see. I think. And on the original vinyl and any other represses, what you can do is you can actually peel the banana and it's just a sticker and it, the banana actually peels off and underneath the banana is a peeled banana. So that's fun. Also done by Andy Warhol. It's just a fun little game. I feel like if that was important, Seth wouldn't have talked about it. Would you, would you be willing to tell us if this is a very superficial or surface level link or not? Or oh, it's, quite... it's, a, it's just very difficult to get. I'll, I'll give you more. the rabbit hole? I'll give you more to go on. Okay. On a Trouble Man Marvin Gaye. Do that now then. Yeah, go for it. Right. So, Trouble Man Marvin Gaye. Jay, do you know of this album? No, but I I like Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Well, there was a funny little scene in um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier where um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier just captured uh, Zemo, um, Daniel Brawl's character, from jail and they're on the plane. And Daniel Brawl was um, saying about Trouble Man. And the album, and Falcon was there like, I can't believe I haven't listened to it, um, to the Winter Soldier. And then they just bonded over this album, even though Falcon was there like, this guy's a dick. But what he's saying about the album is completely right, it's brilliant. So after that scene, I went and listened to it. And it was also an album on, um, the, the reason it was raised in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is because this album was on Captain America's list. Now, I don't know if oh, you remember yeah. Captain America's list, but in the Winter Soldier, he, because he missed what like 40 years 50 years of pop culture he makes a list of all the stuff that he's been recommended to catch up on um and this was one of the things on there so as well as being on the list it was mentioned in the episode and i listened to it it's such a cool album it just makes you feel really cool listening to it like it's so smooth and suave and sexy and ah it's great walk down the street listen to this and you're the bee's knees when when did you first watch Rocky? One and two. To be fair, when I was quite young, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was, that was my first thought. Oh, it was something to do with um age and when you first discovered the thing. But that's, that might mm-hmm. be the case. And my other thought was things that make you feel cool. Um that's what about I was how you, thinking. you're feeling hyped up from Rocky, mm. feeling hyped up from that song. It doesn't necessarily apply to Star Trek though. Yeah. Um, no. hmm. I think it probably applies to the Velvet Underground, maybe. I'm going to give you the link now so that you can try and guess the odd one out. Is that okay. fair? If it's that impossible for us to get it, then sure. Yeah, so the link is um, three out of four of these things are on Captain America's catch up <sighs> with pop culture list. Three out of four of them. So now okay. there's still two points in it for which one okay, is so t- right. So we know Trouble Man is Rocky sure. one and two, surely. Surely, yeah. Seth, you mm. said the Star Trek films was this what number is Star Trek Generations? No idea, just a generic Star Trek film that I chose because it's the only one I vaguely remembered. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I would assume that then it would be Star Trek. As the old one out. Try to think what sort of thing would be on an American man's 
list. And the fun thing about Captain America's list is they translated it um, according to where it was being distributed and what country. So in Japan, the list was full of Japanese pop culture stuff. So like Japanese albums and stuff that was influential to them. So they did that with really? every single country. Yeah. So the list won't That's be the so same cool. if you watch it in a different country, which is kind of fun. Hold on, I've actually got the list on my phone because I screenshotted it. I will tell you what else is on the list. So that you oh, can... Billy, I, I remember Billy Joel's thing is on the list because they play it at the end of Winter Soldier. So Rocky and Rocky 2, yeah, as you said. Thai food is on the list. Steve Jobs from Apple is on the list. Moon Landing, I Love Lucy, Berlin Wall, Up and Down, Disco, and Nirvana. Yeah. Disco. Yeah, just disco. That's incredibly vague. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Jay? I'll join you. Yeah. I said Star Trek. Underground. So. Oh, well, you Star, said Star Trek. Trek. Yeah, Star Trek is the. Yeah, other yeah, one. yeah. Star Trek is the odd one out. Seth. Hmm? Star Trek is the odd one out. No, on the list was Star Trek slash Wars. Star Trek and Star Wars on the list. Um, both underground. Sure. The one out. Well, I, I thought. I thought because you was going heavy with the American stuff, so I was like, ah, I was hitting it heavy with the American. Not gonna be Star Trek then. Yeah, you, Williard. I mean, although the the link was impossible to get, um, yeah, we had a chance at guessing the other one out, so that was good. Yeah. Um, fair play. Yeah, it was a very yeah play. Yeah. No, no one got the links today. No. We we all failed. I think that's why. So, so not long. good. Not a good day for connecting vague dots. What's no. it, is it? No, it, it was. Connect. It's a day for leaving vague dots unconnected. Maybe maybe our souls were connected. Yeah. Let's hope. It's been brilliant fun, Jack, having you on. I've got to say. Thank you so much for having me on. I I'm fully welcome. If you ever want me back on for whatever reason, I don't know why. Um, know. Yeah. If you ever want me back on, I'm always there. Yeah, uh, I've had a lovely time though. Thank you for having me on. Thanks, Jack, for coming on. Um, a Thank brilliant so guest. Um, and thanks for listening this far. If you did, yeah. Shall we? Shall we just quickly recount the scores on the doors? For yeah, anyone that's who who cares to keep count. I'm on three. Jack, you're on three. Seth, you're on one and a seventh. I feel like we need a soundboard. Um, <laughs> unlucky stuff. Yeah. Well, um, joint first. Well done, Jack and Jay. Thank you so much. Mostly Jack, though, because well done, Jack, because he's the only one with a guessable good link, I yeah. would say, in this podcast. Thank you so much. It really does. That means the world. I can die peacefully now, knowing that I've managed to make it on Connecting Vague Bots and had a not subpar link like dog. Should we, should we call it a day? Let's call it a day. Thanks very much. It's already been seven hours. Yeah. It really has. Thanks for listening. If you got to the end, well done. Give yourself a biscuit. I'm going to go have a cry and a wank. <laughs>